Louise McSharry on 2FM. Crown Beer is a portrait exhibition originated by artist Breda Mayock, which is currently at the Courtyard Gallery at the National Museum of Ireland Country Life in Castle Bar. Now, obviously that museum is closed at the moment, but you can see a selection of the portraits on the website. There's actually a lot of this exhibition, which is available online, so I'm still delighted to be talking about it. Crown Beer focuses on traveller women and girls and the subject of hair and how it is intrinsically linked to identity, ethnicity, culture and gender. I'm joined on the line now by Breda Mayock, the artist who originated the project, and also Annie Lawrence, one of the women in the exhibition. Hello to both of you. Uh, Annie, can I start with you? What does your hair mean to you? I hear it mean a lot to me. It would be, you know, the big part of um, culture and uh, the tradition, you know, the big tradition in the traveling community. Um, Hair is very important to travellers, you know, how their hair looks as it is a big part of their identity and culture. Uh, Do you know, I think the hair reflects a lot on the personality as well. Yeah, because the tradition is to have very long hair, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's very, uh, an awful lot of the travellers would have long hair now. And your own hair is very long, is it? It is, yeah. How long have you been growing it? Uh, My hair has been long nearly all my life, you know, um... Say when I would go into the hairdressers and that I'd get a trim. I would, you know, I wouldn't get an awful lot off. Mm. But since, uh, you know, since a very young age, like since my teenage years, I have had long hair. And is it something that you'd be proud of? Very proud of it. Yeah, it's a big part to me. Um, you know, a few years ago I did. I went in and um, I had my hair done, and I had a good cut. You know, she put it say up to the shoulder. Mm. It would have been below the shoulder length. And, um, I, you know, I went home and afterwards and I missed the hair gone. I just, it was like a big part of me missing. So it is a very, very big part of my life. Like, you know, and, and all travellers, just a big part of your tradition and your culture. Do you know, it's a huge yeah. thing in it, the traveling community. And it would make a lot of traveller women very recognisable straight away, wouldn't it? Oh, you'd, yeah. you'd know. And is that is that part of it, do you think? It is, yeah, that would be part of it, but um, it's just your tradition and your culture, it's the way you're brought up, you know, it's going way back in generations, like it's yeah. coming down from your grandmothers, your mothers, you know, it's just mm. the tradition, it's just the way you are, and it'd be like, if we did go off um, shopping, say for instance, to a different town, or, you know, you'd recognise, if you didn't know the person, but by their hair, you'd recognise the world a traveller, like, mm. Brita, can I ask you, what attracted you to uh, to make a project on this subject? Well, um, I think I've always, I mean, as a visual artist, um, you know, visually hair is always a subject. It's been explored by many artists. Um, it's a huge subject. And I had um, I had some conversations with um, the traveller women in Mayo Traveller Support Group, which is in Casabar, where I live near there. So... Um, hair would be one of the things I would have noticed always. I mean, you'd be interested in it across all cultures, but I would have noticed it always, even as a child, in the Irish traveller culture. So um, we started talking, you know, had a lot of conversations about hair. And, of course, it leads, you know, there's so much, like Annie just said there, there's so much, you're talking about your mother, your grandmother, Mm. you know, how your hair was treated, the traditions, the customs, we all have them, all the things we did when we were young, how your mother, the relationships you had through mm-hmm. hair. 
Um, I think all, you know, you can tell so many stories about your life through her. So when we started those conversations, they were just so interesting. And we always wanted to explore them uh, visually, or explore it visually as well. So one of the first things we came upon or decided maybe would be a good idea to do some photo sessions to capture this this amazing visual. And so... Um, we got we I, I contacted a, a male photographer um, she lives in Mayo Orla Sloan and so we did some photo sessions with Orla I also worked with some uh, younger traveller girls in Ballon Robe and uh, they were wonderful uh, such interesting conversations and we just did lots of photo sessions and um, had a lot of instant talks and some great um, fun and came up with these beautiful photographs so um, that's how uh, the, the, the really the project has just progressed and it still is. It's kind of a growing project because of so many other subjects come up within that, that subject of hair. Um, Annie, can I ask you about the logistics of having long hair like that? How, how do you take care of it? Are there traditions in the way that you care for it? Uh, there is. Every, you know, um, there would be traditions going, you know, like that going back from the grandmother and down to the mother. Um from a very young age, you know, a uh, big, big tradition was um, flatten the hair, keeping mm. the hair flatted. Mm. Uh, to keep it tidy, but it had helped, you know, they believed in the tradition that it had helped it grow and it would grow thicker. And, you know, the flat was a great um, tradition. In the, and it still is, like, you will mm. still, still see them going around with flat mm. hair, you know. Mm. Even uh, with my own kids now, um, I have two girls, they're teenagers now. At a very young age as well, I would have uh, plaited their hair and, you know, keep it tidy. And I always felt as well that it helped it grow and it thickens it. Mm. I watched a film um, where it was said that you wouldn't you wouldn't brush the hair if it was wet. Is that something that you wouldn't do? Yeah. yeah. Tell me about that. Well, I'll just tell you from my... Now, when I wash my hair, you know... Um, I just let it dry naturally. I I wouldn't um, go combing it or anything when it'd be wet. I just have the towel around it, you know, let it dry off, and then, you know, maybe go out to the garden and let it dry off naturally, and then comb it when it's dry. Mm. If comb the hair when it's wet, it will it'll break the hair. Mm. And then you know yourself when you have a long head of hair, like you don't want to be going breaking, mm. breaking the hair. You know, it's destroying it, like you know. Yeah. Because you think so much of it as well. You want to look after it in the best way you can. Yeah, when I was a kid, I had really long hair and, oh my God, there used to be killings between me and my mum when she would be brushing it. Like, we used to have war. Do you have any of that in your in your house? Uh, no, I don't because they're teenagers now and they they look after their own hair and I have to say, you know, they're very, very good. Um, one of my girls now, is she's very talented altogether with the hair. She even does uh, upstyles. You know, mm. she has mannequins here in the house. Wow. And she practices on them. And um, she has done people's hair. She even did my own now for my niece's wedding. And she's very talented, like. Very good. But, um, you know, they take care of their own hair. And their hair is longer than mine. And how would you feel if one of them decided they wanted to cut it off? Um... Well, the decision would be, you know, to be down to themselves. But um, the way they are, they love their hair. Yeah. So I don't think that. <laughs> There's no risk of that. <laughs> no, no. They, they love their hair, so I don't think they're going to be cutting it.
Um, Brida, can I ask, what have you learned through doing this project? Well, um, I suppose I really wanted to get to do subjects of individuality and, you know, um, identity really mm. as well. Like I'm very interested in, in, in the traveller culture and in the place of travellers in in Irish society, mm. and of course that you can't that you can't uh, explore that without the issues like discrimination yeah. um, coming up and and lots of areas like that. And so um, I'm just I've learned a lot. I I'm, I just yeah yeah ha- I want to listen and learn, mm. um, and through through the art of the project, I've just learned the beauty of photography. Through talking to the women and girls, I've just been nurtured by the conversation. I feel very nurtured when I speak to the women. I, I just love talking to them about life and experiences. And yeah, so it's just a, it, it's a really positive thing for me. Mm. And we did as well then once we, we um, got the exhibitions up through as well Creative Ireland, our supporters and Mayo Art Service, so important. Creative Ireland came out, partnered with RTE then to promote the project, mm. um, and before that we had made we had made a short documentary because we started before the lockdown, yeah. and then when the lockdown came we we knew like we we had the exhibitions coming but we knew that you know they weren't going to be people weren't going to be able to see this like they should have been able to unfortunately on the walls of galleries so we did make two short films um, the exhibition is in the, Muse- the National Museum of Ireland. Uh, Country Life in Turla Park and we made a film there a short documentary with the filmmaker Mia Malarkey mm. and so and the same we did a short piece in Leonard Hall Arts Centre in Castle Bar and that's where the second exhibition is mm. and so through that as well you just learn more and I think the 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 women came more on board as well everybody's learning as we went yeah. you know what I mean so, you're doing it together yeah, I suppose great yeah. experience yeah exactly um, I it kind of strikes me, Annie, and you can tell me if you think I'm right or wrong, but it strikes me that we don't actually hear that much about traveller culture. Um, you know, we tend to really only hear about discrimination and that's a real shame. Do you think that's true? Yeah, it's like everything, you know, you'll always hear the bad before the good, like. Yeah. You know, that's, I think, in every um, every culture as well, you know, you'll always hear the bad story before the good one. And um, it is a shame as well. It'd be nice for things to, you know, change around and for you to hear the good side. There is yeah. a lot of good stories as well to be told and, yeah, you know, to be heard, so hopefully. And is that part of why you decided to take part in the project? Yeah, it is, yeah. But um, when Breda did contact um, our coordinator there, Edith Gerrity, it was the old traveller support, you know, um, Edith... Uh, you know, came talking to myself now and the other women. No, mm. uh, so we're all community healthcare workers there, mm. and um, I wanted to do it because I thought it would be a lovely thing to be part of, and mm. I found it very interesting. Mm. And you know, when Brida did come in to talk to us, you know, we did have uh, we had long chats and conversations, and um, you know, it brought back old memories, childhood mm. memories. You know, we mm-hmm. had enjoyed it like it was a lovely thing to take part in you know Mm. well a nice thing to share to share these stories and memories as well 
Absolutely. And I would love to learn more about about traveller culture and I hope we'll have lots more opportunities to do so. Uh, can yeah. I say a huge thank you, Annie. Thank you so much, Annie Lawrence, for coming on and talking to me today. And Brida too. I know that people can access um, a lot of this online. So where's the best place to go, Brida? So first of all, we have uh, crownclosup.ie. That's the website. So it's Crown Close Up. Um, you can view the galleries there so you can see all the photographs you can see we've also put up both exhibitions there, Crown Bure from the National Museum of Ireland um, in Turla Park and then Crown Lachine, which is in the Linen Hall. So you can view both those. And also a kind of interesting part, a very interesting part of the project is um, the writer, traveller woman, uh, Rosalind McDonough, has written two pieces oh, about lovely. hair. And so that's, up, that's on the website as well. You can see that on the writing. Um, but also the actual venues like... Um, uh, Linen Hall and the museum they're on their websites as well Super. and of course you can view the short the documentary on, on those websites but also on the RTE player at the moment Fabulous well look I can't thank you both enough thank you so much Brida and Annie have a lovely sure. day Louise McSherry on 2FM